Now broadcasting in vivid technicolor, this is Cheerful Ghost Radio. What do you mean they can't see us? But I bought the camera. Cheerful Ghost Radio is a podcast from the Cheerful Ghost community about interesting stuff in gaming and other various bits of nerdery. Hello friends, my name is Tim, and today I'm joined by... Travis. And John Dodson. And we are excited to finally talk to you about the new WandaVision Marvel show on Disney+. We're going to kick things off with a high-level spoiler-free review section, which is probably going to be very short because there's so many things to talk about in this one that are all going to be super spoily. But uh, just a, you know, just our sort of first thought review, and then we'll start diving into some uh, specifics. So, Travis, just a real quick spoiler-free review. We're only four episodes in at the time mm-hmm. of recording here. Yeah. What do you think? It's... Uh, I went into this not really knowing what to expect and we're four episodes in and I still don't really know what to expect. It is, I'm enjoying every single bit of what we're getting and I just want like all of it to binge right now. It is very good. I have no idea what's going on, but it is very good. Um, (laughs) the performances are fantastic and, uh, Elizabeth Olsen was always pretty good as Scarlet Witch. I, you know, never really thought of her as being that much of a standout, but in WandaVision, she shows a lot more range than I knew she had, and she can be really funny. And um, just the way her... Ex- don't want to say much about why these things happen, but the way her kind of expression and moods change, and she can seamlessly kind of drop from, like, one to the other really quickly... Uh, she's doing a fantastic job and the supporting cast is really good. Catherine Hahn is kind of a favorite of mine and she's fantastic as she is so the good. neighbor. <laughs> yes. Yes. Not just in this show, just in general. She's oh yeah. So good. Yeah. She's amazing. But yeah, without getting to spoilers, I can't say much more, but if you're waiting for us to tell you what you should watch, you should watch this. Yes. All right, John. When I saw Captain America Civil War, Infinity War and Endgame, one highlight of those films was Wanda and Vision's relationship. Now, it wasn't there wasn't much attention to it because those movies don't really focus on that kind of stuff. They don't really focus on relationships. In fact, in a lot of movies, they just hint at maybe a relationship could exist and then they don't even pay that off at all. Uh, I'm talking about, of course, um, Bruce and, <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, Black Widow, sadly, I kind of wanted that to happen and that just kind of went nowhere, sadly. But, um, so the premise of the show is set up in the trailers is if you want more of that, you're going to get it. And I am, I'm in because I like, I like their characters a lot. I like vision a lot. I, I really liked him a lot. And um, Ultron, you know, people are like, you know, I don't know, you know, when Ultron came out, it was, you know, heralded as a terrible MCU movie. And, and I, I, I think Ultron is a hidden gem or something. I think yeah, it's I really good. I never got that. I loved Ultron. Yeah. 
But you know what people I mean, are saying. You know people I'll definitely say, like, about it's not it, right? at the top of my list, but even as far as the Marvel movies go, even the bad ones were still pretty good. Like, <laughs> but you guys agree that yeah. people after Ultron were kind of like saying it wasn't great. And it's oh, yeah. Yeah. seen Heard in a this weird way. Yeah. 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 So I like vision a lot. So, and the way that they ended things in Endgame, and, you know, with Wanda fighting, uh, with Wanda fighting Thanos and her being extremely upset about Thanos killing vision um, I, 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 I was really interested in this show when they said, oh, WandaVision was going to be a show where they're, you know, it's going to be kind of like an homage to old sitcoms. Mm-hmm. And I love the mystery of it. I love that in the first couple episodes, you don't really know what's going on exactly. And I love that we still don't exactly know, but we're going to get into our thoughts on spoilers later and where we think things are going to go. And I'd love to talk more about that. We don't we don't really know because we don't you know, we're not reading, you know, spoilers or whatever. But I love that mystery of it. It is for me and my wife. It is. The highlight of Fridays now, just watching it together. We're at the edge of our seats. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't I want to watch all of them right now. I, I would end I would binge them all tonight with my wife we'd be up to midnight if we had to to finish because it's so good the show's yeah. so good and i would say that i was i think there is a critique out there doesn't really matter to me too much but i i kind of agree with it which is that the mcu movies are a little samey right you, you've heard this right similar yeah. plot yeah tonally similar yeah not they, like i didn't go ahead traps yeah they they definitely are like they look a lot alike. They have a lot of the same beats, but that's never really been a complaint right. I had, but it's something that I've noticed for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now we have the future of the MCU right now. And it's and I am now to and I and at first I was like, oh, these TV shows, they just seem like it was just taking B-roll and it's going to be a backseat to the movies. And it's not going to be as good as the movies, clearly. Um, not even true at all for me. In fact, I think it may be I might enjoy them more this show more than that. And I believe the future of the MCU should now be in television, <laughs> like it should be in TV shows like I it's have flipped. that good. No, it's I, so I agree. Good. I was going to say something very similar. It's that yeah. good. Like, yeah, it's I have, so good. Right. In fact, now I'm wondering if I, I think the future like if if MCU should even care about. I mean, of course, they're going to care about movies and the movies are going to be great. But. How much like I think that this show is so great because you have time to focus on these characters. Now you have it, whereas you didn't have time to focus on one and vision in, in the past movies because they just didn't have time. They had to rush through so many characters and now you can. And I I am looking forward to more MCU TV um, and all that kind of thing. But let we'll save that to the end of the review. Yeah. But um, I really like this show a lot. It's must watch for me and my wife who could who honestly doesn't really care about the MCU movies that much, but she loves this show and I love this show very much. And as far as I'm concerned, like if this is all the MCU is, it's just more shows like this. Um, that's the best outcome for me, but movies are great too, but this is just incredible. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, I am so excited for the future of Marvel. If it's going to be in the TV realm, like this one, after Endgame, you know, I've been so invested in the Marvel movies that it was like, yeah, of course, I'll check out anything that comes out after this. But like, I, I'll i be honest, I was kind of worried, like, 
where do they go from here? Because like everything up to that point had all been building towards the Infinity War kind of thing, you know? Now that that was all done, like, where do they go from here? Especially after some of the original OG characters were starting to drop out and stuff like that. But so far, this new show is making me really excited for the future of Marvel again. Uh, there's a guy I follow on Twitter, Mike Regnetta. He used to have a show on YouTube called Idea Channel. And he put out, or, you know, he tweeted out that uh, one of the things that makes this show really great, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, is that they don't treat superhero as a genre. Instead, they use these characters, you know, that are superheroes to tell a genre story. And I think hmm. that's yeah. that's even true for like the best of the Marvel movies, because um, like one of one of my personal favorites is Winter Soldier, and that's not a it's a you know it's a movie about superheroes like superheroes are in it procedural spy movie but it's yeah but it's at its heart a spy movie you know that there's this uh you know plot going on behind the scenes that has to be unraveled as it goes so I I think that that's a really you know, a really good point. And this show is focusing on that, you know, it's telling a genre story and there happen to be superheroes involved, but that's not the only driving force behind the the show. You know, yeah, it's a mystery show, essentially. Yeah. And also kind of this homage to these, you know, yep. sitcoms from various areas. And on the surface, it shouldn't work, but it's, it's been so great. Even the very first episode, which barely hints at anything going on behind this, you know, other than just that it's a uh, homage to these sitcoms was just so charming and fun that I didn't care that there was no larger meaning apparent to it, even though they they dropped a few breadcrumbs and then it's been building up as it goes on, which we'll get more into once we get into spoiler territory. But just, you know, it was entertaining. At, at face value, just as this, you know, play on the, the older sitcoms kind of thing. Yeah, and kind of along the lines with what you guys have been saying uh, really quickly before we get into our spoiler thoughts. Um, one thing that I've kind of had issues with about the movies is that they keep going from tentpole to tentpole without really having a lot. But I mean, you only can do so much in a movie. So... Like a lot of the kind of exposition and stuff that I would have liked, they didn't have time for. So like, you know, Civil War was something that happened in the comics after like how many decades of story behind all these characters. But it feels like, you know, Captain America got two movies and now Civil War is happening and it, everything just happened too fast. I feel like the TV shows, especially after seeing what we've seen so far in WandaVision, and how well they can develop characters there that could kind of fill that in so that they don't feel the movies don't feel as hollow for me. Like the stuff like, you know, the day to day normal comic book arcs could be done in TV shows. And then the big stuff like civil war and the uh, end game, stuff like that done in movies. And that could kind of help flesh some of the characters out in a really great way. Yeah. Well take for since you mentioned civil war, like when Civil War starts, you basically come into it and, you know, Captain America and Falcon and um, Scarlet Witch and them, you know, they're they're on a mission and you get this sort of feeling that like Finding they've Rumble, been crossbones working yeah. together 
for some time, you know, right. that yeah. this is not their first mission together, that they, there's, they've been, they've now formed like a coherent, cohesive group, you know, yep. that's been around for a while. And right. do we, you know, do we need more exposition about how that came to be? Probably not like it works, but could that have been an interesting season of television? Yeah, probably. So yeah, I'd say we could definitely get some, you know, really good character driven stories that take place between the, the big tentpole movies now. And we might get a show very much like that with the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm not sure exactly what that's going to be about, but it sounds like it could be similar yeah. to what that history they hint at at the beginning of Civil War. Yeah, definitely. Or Winter Soldier, whichever. Oh, this is going to be a gas. Where did you two move from? How long have you been married and why don't you have children yet? Our story. I think what my wife means to say is that we moved from moved from where? Married when? All right, everybody, it has come for that time when we have to give you all a big, massive spoiler warning. From here on out, we're going to be discussing the first four episodes of WandaVision in details, including important plot points. Consider yourselves warned. All right, John, why don't you tell us about some of the best things we've seen so far? In these four episodes. When I was watch, so I felt originally cheated. And I'll explain <laughs> because originally they sent out three episodes to press to review WandaVision a little bit before it came out on Disney Plus. And then they gave us two episodes on Disney Plus. And I'm not. I don't have a problem that they gave us two episodes. I think they should have. I think you give us one episode to start and people would have rioted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm glad yeah. well, not rioted, but two episodes is better. But but you gave press three like so. I don't know. That was my big. I just felt a little cheated right away. My wife was like, no, no, this is good. You know, it was a good taste. I'm glad it was two. Um, But I will say and the reason why I bring that up is because so far, the best thing I've seen was what they did. And and I'm not trying to shortchange episodes one, two, and three, because there's a lot awesome there. And I really enjoyed that, right? <laughs> yes. But episode four was basically like, oh shit, now we're doing this. So this is what I think, and I'll explain kind of what they did in episode four, obviously. But episode one, two, and three, you're basically like, what's going on? What's the mystery? And you kind of like think you know what it is and you talk to your friends and you're trying to like, you know, postulate what it is in episode four. They're like, this is what it is. But the great thing about episode four is they, they, they pull the veneer back and say, Hey, this is what happened at the begin at the end of, uh, this is how this story ties into Endgame in a different perspective, which was incredible because when those because right when it starts, it starts off with her in the hospital coming back together from Mm -hmm. the snap. Yeah. And at first, I didn't even know what the hell I was looking. No, I didn't either. Like, that's the first time we've seen the blip where they come back. Fuck. I know where the people like come back together from. And it was just like episode four is like you're right back in the MCU right away. In fact, so much so it's so jarring based on the first three up, not jarring, but it's so not what you expected. 
Some yeah. people would say it subverts expectations, which it did. Um, episode four is like, we're right into the MCU. <laughs> like, this is exactly what you didn't get. And it was so good. And then I'm like, oh, my God, this is the snap from a perspective of people being is a horror show. Honestly. Yeah, no, it's like, I mean, it's being brought into a hospital and you're seeing all these people like freak out. Freak because the fuck like, out. We don't right. have the capacity for all these people. <laughs> like, all right. Because you're just like, yeah. what are, who are they? And they don't even know. And then you explain and it's Monica. Yeah, Rance. there must have been so much chaos and like horror that went on. Right. Like, everybody just, you know, inexplicably got brought back. Like, yeah, right. holy crap. How many people were driving when they snapped or like were in airplanes? <laughs> so like suddenly yeah, you just flying. got people flying <laughs> through the air. <laughs> or like people that just, just appear yeah. in a crosswalk and die right, because they right, were killed yeah. by someone who clearly didn't have a red right because like crosswalks and the red and green light and ooh bad times um you're right <laughs> so um so that's clearly the snap everyone coming back was kind of a horror show so i liked seeing it from that perspective but i think the best thing i've seen so far is like at the end of episode three you have that moment where Monica Rambo or whatever her name is in the movie Mm -hmm. um, says, Hey, you know, Pietro was killed by Ultron. Ultron. Mm -hmm. And the craziest thing about that scene, it's like immediately grounding you in the MCU in the third episode, really. And it just feels like the show just goes a totally different direction. I don't know. It just just was so crazy. because totally, totally the, the show, show is not yeah, the show changes like on a mm-hmm. dime there yeah, yeah and you really go from does, this yeah. sort of like you know happy cheesy sitcom homage to like almost horror like the way yeah, it wanda's yeah. change like yeah. wanda changes you know <laughs> yeah so so my final point and then i'm gonna kick it back to you guys so the best thing i've seen so far is how this show can be a mystery and something totally different, which they take the biggest critiques of the MCU, which is this is all the same. And then it gives you some is like, oh, you think all MCU shows are this, like everything in the MCU is, is the same? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do something totally different for a while. And then when you come back to the MCU, it's like a breath of fresh air. So that's the thing that I think is the best thing so far. They, whenever you come back to the MCU, you're like more, 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 more. You know what I mean? Which honestly, like, it, it takes that, like I said, I just want to say it again, but it takes that critique that all the MCU things are the same and then it makes you want it again in a way that's like the best about the show. It's so cool. It's so, so artfully done. It's just incredible. In that way. All right. What about you, Travis? For you, what are some of the best things we've seen so far? Well, I'm not sure if it's best. I think it is. But when Vision is outside talking to um, yes. Agnes... And yeah, mm-hmm. the guy whose name I can't remember, like, you know, talking about how uh, I like you, John, I can't remember what Monica Rambo's name is inside the TV show in the TV show. But like <laughs> yeah. how she does Geraldine, Geraldine. Yeah. Like Geraldine. Geraldine doesn't have a home here. And then yeah. he's like, we're all we're all and like he's wanting to say something. He's wanting to. Like, yeah. So the people in and meanwhile, he's like uh, hedge trimming into right. the brick wall, <laughs> you know, right, so these people clearly have some sort of sort of knowledge. Also, that I don't know sometimes. if this was a uh, intentional thing or not, but if you watch that scene and you look at the background, the background is very obviously fake. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's like, totally fake. Even though yeah. like in the other parts of the it's like a TV you, set. Yeah. Yeah. Like when mm-hmm. you're looking in the background, yeah. Yeah. it looks, you know, like like 
a regular like you know tv background where if you look hard enough you can sort of see the details where it you know mm. falls apart but it looks real enough and that scene particular the background is <laughs> yeah. very obviously fake yeah, really oh fake. Yeah. yeah like so you know that could have been a conscious decision to really drive home that like something is not right yep. about this scene <laughs> yeah and then you know obviously right then is when Monica gets shot back out into the real mm-hmm. world and basically like all of episode four, even though like, I feel kind of like I'm betraying Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany here, but I feel like all of episode four has been the best thing so far. <laughs> it's the one where they're not in much at all, but like seeing Darcy come back, seeing Jimmy Woo come yes. back, seeing <laughs> like everybody come to it's all these tie-ins that are so great. And like seeing Jimmy Woo like doing a card trick after he asked Scott to teach him magic in Ant-Man 2 was such a cool little like throwback to that movie. But yeah, just like yeah. how expertly woven in everything felt in episode four was just mind boggling to me. Yeah, I'm so glad they brought back Darcy and uh, uh, Jimmy. Because they're those are two of my favorite supporting cast members. Yes. Well, they take Same. like and B they characters. So good. They take B characters of the Avengers, arguably. Well, not yeah. even mm-hmm. arguably B no, characters. Yeah. No, they're and definitely C B characters, characters yeah. from the other character. Like I, I'm not here to discount <laughs> yeah. these characters, but they make them an A show, an A character. You know what I mean? So it's so ah, Chef's Kiss, good. You know what I mean? Like they're not C or B characters anymore. They're no definitely. And Travis, I would say that. I think that episode four felt good because it gave you what you wanted, but didn't. Right. It gave you enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because literally all it did was explain what happened up to the point of episode three. But it it, it sort of pulled the pulled the curtain back. And what I think is really cool about this show is I bet it's going to go right into another genre show. Yeah. Where no, then the mystery definitely. is going to be, well, what are they doing on the other side? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Which we're not going to know. Should they should. So my so Francesco is like what we should be hopefully moving forward. You're going to see both sides of the of of what's happening. And I said, I hope they don't because that would be better. It's better in the genre shows to not see what they're doing on the other side. It's better to keep them separated. And so I think what it was, what happened was not that episode four wasn't awesome, was just that you got enough of the genre shows like you got and it was they were great. And then you get this and you're going to go back to the genre shows, which I think are going to be really good, too. So, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure when it they're going like to mix. Though. Episode five so. is the the big 80s show where everybody has the crazy hair. So that should be fun. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Can't <laughs> wait for that. But literally all episode four does is just do everything the same, like do the do the show from a different perspective all the Pretty way to much, that point, yeah. which was awesome, which was awesome. And it doesn't really explain that much, honestly. It just kind of gives you more because it doesn't exactly give you all the answers. It just yeah, kind of catches I mean, you up from a different hint perspective. At stuff, you know? Yeah. And it it more of just like confirms some theories, but it still leaves some things open. Oh yeah. We we, we like, all knew that Wanda was doing all, this somehow, but Yeah. Or at least had a certain amount of control over what was going on. You know, but it's yeah, there, there's still a lot of room to surprise us going forward if mm-hmm. if that's what they end up, you know, deciding to do. Unless the next episode, they just give us all the mysteries, which they shouldn't. <laughs> then no. I imagine there will be some fun to the end. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think they're going to leave a few cards, you know, hold a few cards to the chest before they get to the very last episode. Oh, one, one, one slight thing, just a teeny thing. So I really appreciated one detail of the show, which was when they started showing the drones go into the thing, they got the right sound for what those drones sound like. I have a yes, drone yes, and it did. sounds like that. <laughs> And yeah. I, it's just the little things that they got right, because in another show where they're not really paying attention, they're going to get that sound wrong. And it sounded exactly like my drone. So I'm like, yes, good. Good job, y'all. You know, usually movies like that, whenever they do technical crap, it's wrong, like computers or whatever. It's just wrong. And they got that one right. I was really happy with that. that. That's a really, really small point. On another small point, you're talking about the drone uh, reminded me of this scene, but how great is that scene? when they're standing there talking to the cops about where's Westview and it's it doesn't exist literally a giant <laughs> sign next to them and they're like that doesn't exist yeah and I'm so glad Jimmy was there to explain what the fuck was going on because I'm like what the <laughs> hell is this what is going yes. on he literally tells you what's happening I'm glad he because I was so lost I'm like this is weird this is so weird but I love that this show's so uh, weird. It's great. I know. That it's was, great. That was a great scene, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how does this show stack up to our expectations for something from the Marvel Universe? When this show started, we got a drop of two episodes. And mm-hmm. one of the critiques from fans was that it 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 they didn't like it. And the reason why I think they didn't like it, um, and then a lot of them said this, it is it didn't feel like an MCU show. It's like, what's the point? There wasn't anything meaty there. There wasn't a whole lot of substance. And and I would agree, sort of, in that when you get an MCU movie, there's a they're very dense. There's a lot there. You know what I mean? There's a lot of action well, you there. Kinda you kind of have to in a movie. Right. You're limited exactly. to an hour totally. and a half. Yeah, to, exactly. You, know, you three start hours in, nowadays, but exactly. And you yeah. get it and you get the whole unit at once. Right. You, you yeah. sit down and you watch except for things like Infinity War. Obviously, you sit down, you watch it. And then by the end, you get you get your full meals worth. And uh-huh. so I can understand a lot of MCU fans watching the first two episodes in this show and being like, what is this? You know what I mean? This is not what I wanted. And this is why I think that it might have been strategically smarter. And they originally planned for this to start with. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier to me just and not seeing it Falcon and the Winter Soldier seems like a MCU movie traditional movie in a TV show now I'm not trying to shortchange it I'm sure it's going to be a great show but they couldn't get it together in time fast enough for and that was their goal to do that one first and they couldn't get it together fast enough for that to be the first show so WandaVision became the first show so I think that like the critique of the first two episodes also kind of hints that people wanted more. You know what I mean? And you didn't get more right away. And it didn't. It's so so I think like, does this show stack up for expectations to something from the MCU? If by episode four, you don't think it does just bail on the show because I don't know <laughs> if it's going to get much better for you. <laughs> yeah. But by episode four, it's solidly an MCU thing. Oh, you know absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. Like. Very much there. So I think that I hope for people that love MCU stuff by episode four, those critiques have vanished. So for me, obviously it has. But when I but even at sees at the end of episode two, it didn't feel like MCU anything that I'd experienced before. But I was in because I wanted something different and something yeah, new. No, I, I'm with you. I I really hope this does kind of like put people's complaints to rest here about, you know, it not feeling like the MCU, but also just that, you know, 
be a little more open to something that's different. Take um, right, yes, Thor Ragnarok. Did that feel like the other Thor movies, or even like the other Marvel movies? Not really. Like it was. I say less than the other one. Yeah, yeah. And it was a better movie for it. It's one of my favorite ones. (laughs) Like, you know, for this. For the Marvel's, you know, universe to go forward and it still be fresh and relevant and to, you know, for us to all still enjoy it, it's going to have to evolve and they're going to have to be experimental. Sometimes, you know, maybe not all of those experiments are going to work, but you got to try new stuff to keep it all fresh. And this (laughs) one is, yeah, this one is working really well for me. (laughs) One, one more slight point. Is I believe this show I, again. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm not gonna like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but this this show is. I don't think it's a good show. I think it's a great show, and I don't think there are a lot of great shows out there. In fact, I think this sets a bar so high for MCU shows. I hope <laughs> Captain it America is raising Falcon the bar, and the Winter Soldier sure. is gonna meet it. Because again, if Falcon and the Winter, and this is just me. I'm not even trying to be cynical. I don't even think you just. I don't even think. Like, imagine that shows at the level of um, Captain America Civil War. And you just chop it up into a show. Is it going to be better than WandaVision up to this point? I don't know if it can be. So, again, yeah. I, I think that maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe this show is too good for me. Um, not that I'm not going to enjoy that other stuff. I'm just saying they started it out. They They just killed it to start so far. Yeah, I'm going to agree with maybe you there, too strong. 100%. Maybe too strong. <laughs> maybe not on the new, the too strong part, but yeah, I definitely agree that, yeah, from the first couple episodes, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like it was MCU, but at the same time, it seemed pretty obvious that it wasn't intending to feel that way at the beginning and no. that it was. And they dropped enough breadcrumbs to right. let you know that there was more right. going on behind the scenes. So like even if it didn't feel like the MCU right away, like obviously they were going to tie it into something like the striker watch and the Hydra. soap yeah. commercials, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like you, you knew that was going somewhere, but yeah, no, when, when it hit episode four, it felt pure MCU and did a damn fine job of it. Like they gave you a taste at the end of three, which I loved. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Four gives you the, gives you the meal there. Hello, podcast friends. This is John Dotson, host of Cheerful Ghost Radio and the creator of Tale of the White Wyvern. If you listen to this show, you might be a fan of Cheerful Ghost, and maybe you read the articles on our site. And I've also checked out our new text-based adventure mini-MMO, Tale of the White Wyvern. Cheerful Ghost is a scrappy indie community that makes awesome text games, and we'd love any support you can give us. Right now, if you head to Cheerful Ghost and hit the heart button, you have some incredible support options in that you can use to start in that you could donate a few dollars through paypal if you wanted to do a bit more you can buy a cheerful ghost membership that gets you some great supporter perks on cheerful ghost as well as unlock some member only titles and alternative cosmetic weapon armor and hat sets in tale of the white wyvern including the coveted horse armor on top of the ability to donate a few dollars or get a cheerful ghost membership we also have a tale of the white wyvern merch store so you can adorn yourself with the best looking shirts and mugs from your favorite text adventure mini mmo i love the mug and personally use it to use it today to drink some coffee which you know might be the best way to drink coffee might be the best way to drink coffee that was ever invented 
Uh, at least I think so. Hopefully you do too. So we thank you for your support and only want you to donate or become a member or buy merch if you can swing it. So don't do anything that puts you in financial trouble, friend. So thanks again. And hopefully we can keep Cheerful Ghost independent through your continued support. So how does uh, this compare to past MCU shows? You know, so far we've gotten two. We had uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter. Well, we've had uh, a lot more than that. <laughs> have we had more MCU shows? We had shows? like all the, all the Daredevil, um, all those on Netflix. Oh, well. uh, Are we counting runaways. those as being part of the MCU? Yeah, yeah. Technically, but I would say they're a little different. And then, I like, mean, you could runaways. even argue that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is no longer really part of the MCU. Uh, some people no. do. I don't. I, I I think that they've done time jumping enough so that <laughs> I, I'm kind of interested to see if like that ever gets referenced. But a couple of people on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. subreddit were talking about how some there were a couple of hints in WandaVision about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I don't know. Well, here's my guess is if they're going to try to make Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. canon. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think technically, like, it's canon, but it's I mean, so like, long forgotten. It's, you know. the There was a lot in Endgame that referenced Agent Carter heavily when Tony went back in time. Like, yeah. people from Agent Carter were all over that, so. That's true, hmm. yeah. Hmm. Anyway. I think it's more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that's a question mark. Because it was more that the movies influenced the show rather yeah. than the, the yeah. opposite. Yeah. Like if you never saw an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you're missing nothing when you watch the movies. Yep. <laughs> but if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you have to know what's going on in the movies because yeah. they it influences the show. And I imagine they'll keep that like through all their shows. Like I, I can't imagine them expecting you to have watched all of their seven or eight MCU TV series to be able to keep up with the movies, because that would be kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, would you have expected people to watch 20 Marvel movies leading up to infinity war? Well, you don't need to watch all of them to (laughs) watch infinity war, but, but I think that um, to answer your question is about how is it compared to past MCU shows? Mm -hmm. Just a little inside baseball. um, Most Marvel fans know this, but like, the the people that the, the studio that handled Agents of Shield and Agent Carter was not under the purview of Kevin Feige. They and in the um they they split off the TV segment and that was under a different person. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to um and then Kevin Feige was over the movie division. So they really weren't syncing like and moving forward, Kevin Feige is now in charge of film and TV. So when you're seeing WandaVision, you're seeing Captain like um, you're seeing uh, <clears throat> Hawkeye and the Winter Soldier. Sorry, what is it? What is it? Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. These are proper. I'm going to say proper MCU tie-ins with actual characters mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so I'll say like Agents of Shield and Agent Carter. Like I can't speak to Agent Carter, but Agents of Shield was. I mean, for me, it was a rough show because I didn't even know you watched I, it. You never talked about it because I, I didn't like it. No. But my um, <laughs> I just don't talk about things I don't like, really. I, I like trashing things. Yeah. But like I watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all the way up to Ultron. And the way they tied into Ultron was a joke. Right. It was just yeah. like there's like someone was like saying, oh, robots. And, so, and I'm just like, this is so dumb. Like we could have done it better. And I and I literally and it kind of 
didn't like the way that they tied in even the Daredevil movies to the MCU. It was creative, but you could tell they couldn't play in the same sandbox, right? It was creative in that you're saying, oh, well, there are these low level superheroes that don't, they have powers, but they don't have powers really. And they're just, they're, they're like, they're in the aftermath of the Avengers, you know, in the aftermath of the New York event, which was kind of neat. But what I actually think is better than that is this where they're actually all in the same world and they can actually yeah. be crossover. Cause at this point in WandaVision, my question is who, what Avengers are they going to bring in to deal with this? Yeah. And we're going to talk know. about that later. Anybody. I know, Ooh. but in daredevil, none. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be none. <laughs> right. And agents of shield. How many Avengers are going to, Oh, they're going to mention director fury a lot, but he ain't coming. Oh no. Fury was <laughs> in a few times. Maria Hill was he, in a few times. Yeah, he had, um, uh, oh, were they? Oh, were they? Yeah. Sam Jackson was in one of the seasons oh. briefly. Oh guys, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Mad yeah. apologies. That is incredible <laughs> that they could do that. Okay. Yeah. Like, so one thing and was one of the like better was down there episodes too. too. Okay. Yeah. That, well, that's awesome. Yeah. That is really, really cool that they did that. However, that was probably the rare moment, right? I mean, there were standout seasons for Agents of Shield. Okay, okay, it, cool. Like, okay, I almost feel like you need to treat each season separately. Yeah, they okay. have their own arcs, and yeah. they do a really good job of tying those. Like, the, especially the later seasons when they were doing two arcs per season, those were so tight. I loved like yeah. the last half of Agents of Shield. I loved all of it, but especially the last half. Oh, that's great. There were that's some great. rough patches for sure. And I, I never actually got around to finishing it. I still need to watch the last like season and a half. Oh, but man. Yeah. like the uh, the the episode with the mainframe was like or the the arc with the mainframe was fantastic. The uh, life model decoy like season was great. The Ghost hmm. Rider season was like really good. Oh, you know. Ghost Rider. That's cool that he was. A- oh, Ghost well, Rider was yes. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. OK, well, I saw the first few and I thought they were kind of rough and I didn't really move on beyond that. Yeah. But um, but but I think for me and you guys sound like you have way more connection to it. But for me, I think it's um way better than those. But then again, I, they didn't resonate with me. But I, I'm, I'm yeah. that's awesome. That you guys loved them. That's cool. I mean, I, I think at this point I can safely say that WandaVision is better <laughs> like as a as a show. You know, we'll we'll see if, if it. I don't think they'll probably do any extra seasons of it, but you know, yeah, this seems like a yeah. one and done show to me. I, sadly. I think so. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about where we think it's going. So. Yeah. But I, I think quality wise, it's probably better oh. and so far more consistent than agents of shield yeah. or, you know, even agent Carter, which I, I really enjoyed, but, um, yeah, yeah I don't think I can <laughs> and answer the fact that, that they get to all. more directly tie into the MCU is definitely to its strength. Right. Travis, you can't answer it yet. No, we've got four episodes and agents yeah. of shield had like seven, eight years of episodes and sure. they were yeah. Yeah. like, it, it, it's hard to tell. Like I'll, I'll answer that once it's done, but sure. Um, mm-hmm. I, there was a lot of stuff out of the MCU shows that I loved. Uh, never got awesome. around to like the, the runaways and cloak and dagger and all those, but the ones on Netflix and the two on ABC were amazing. I mean, I, I love the Netflix shows. Like I thought those were really good except for iron fist. Um, season two of iron fist was pretty good. Season one was rough. <laughs> Admittedly rough. really bad. Yeah. I barely, fi- I don't even think I finished the original daredevil show. It just really? wasn't my thing. 
I just, you know, yeah, you didn't I'm like not... all the beatdowns, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. I did up to a certain point, and then I think I was just tired of how dark it was. And 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 for me, I like a, I like to when I watch a show, I I like to be like an escapist, mm-hmm. something or other. Like, and it wasn't like. I would consider the dark, somber tone to be similar-ish enough to a Breaking Bad or something like that, but I didn't want to exist in this world. You know, it was a version of the MCU that wasn't fun to me. It seemed horrible. <laughs> Yet, in Breaking Bad, the re- it was a horrible world, but I was like, there was some, like, schlocky, terrible fun where you're, you're trying to think, like, would it be cool if I sold meth? Which is a thing you should never think about as an adult, right? But, yeah. like, in a way, it, like, made, like, it's it's this cool thing where it's like, wow, it's this, like, like these these dorks are, you know, becoming, like, underground kingpins, and there was something fun in there. But it wasn't fun for me to see a, a blind guy get the shit kicked out of him. I don't know. It just wasn't fun for me, I guess. In that way, no, it was no, it was, it was fun really for a lot fun of watching the blind guy kick the shit out of other people. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, but I remember one episode where he gets the f- fucking shit kicked out of him. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I like Rosario Dawson a lot though, but probably more so as Ahsoka. <laughs> Agreed. All right, so where do we think this show is going? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what Travis thinks first. All right, Travis, Travis. Where you I don't know. Why are you asking me to go first? <laughs> Holy shit, man. So oh, I thought you knew maybe where I was going. I don't know. Like, well, here's the thing. You think this is going to have more seasons and I think it's one and done. I don't think How it's do going to have more seasons. Gonna... Oh, I thought you said it would maybe. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. okay. I, yeah, I, I think if it's going to be a limited announce a season like two. I'm going to be no. ridiculously shocked. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> so it's going to have more than one season. I don't sure. see how that's going to work. Feige was asked about this. He's like, okay, well, I think for some shows it's a limited series and some shows are going to be recurring and we're not going to say what's what. <laughs> this one's a limited point. one. Yeah. This is limited. This for is sure. a limited one. Limited this, show. Yeah. This was a pretty great arc. I don't Did you guys watch the um, X-Men cartoon back in the day? Yeah. Yes. There was a pretty great arc that was basically this, except didn't include like TV shows on the X-Men arc or the, on the X-Men show. So I, a lot of people are, you know, referencing that show and referencing what happened in the comics to try to piece together what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Agnes may be somebody. She may be. Uh, yes, I've heard that uh, yeah. mm-hmm. character yeah. Uh, whose name I can't remember, but <laughs> it's was, a witch character. Yeah, right? kind of uh, Wanda's yeah. mentor for a bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, maybe she went there to find her, and then some shit went down, and then she took an entire yeah. town hostage yeah. to play out her sitcom fantasies. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I think ultimately they're gonna find some way to cool down Wanda and make her accept that Vision is dead, and mm, put her on the raft, maybe for a bit. Because <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, how, how, what I don't do you know do where with, this is gonna go. Now we do now that this is this is public knowledge, so it's not exactly a spoiler, but we do know that Scarlet Witch is going to show up in the next Doctor yes, Strange yes, movie. Yes, she is. So this is pure speculation on my part, but it could be that it ends with Wanda basically not being able to accept that Vision is really gone and that she's basically taken a town hostage and stuff like this. And basically, like, shunts herself off into another dimension. And then that's where, Ooh. You, you know, the next Doctor Strange movie kicks in is, you know, 
he deals with the fallout of what she's done. <laughs> He's already got a lot of fallout to deal with on his own for well, of yeah. all the stuff that the yeah. Avengers did. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So where do we think the show's going? I'm going to say that dealing with the death of people you love is hard. When my grandfather died, it was really, really hard for me. I, I, I really like my grandfather. I was really connected to him you know, in a way that I, I'm not really connected with everyone in my family on. So when I lost him, it was really hard. I couldn't imagine more so what it would be like to lose my wife or my son. I imagine it would be even harder than that in a way that I don't I don't really want to think about because it sounds terrible to me. So the the whole the the thought that Wanda has the ability or something to affect reality clearly from the show is an interesting idea. What would happen if you didn't have to let people die because you could change reality? Maybe, or some kind of reality, or you could affect things, or you could, would you move on if you didn't have to? And the answer that I like when I think about it, because if you just think about how people grieve, people grieve by remembering our memory helps us grieve our memory of the people we lost. If I could bring my son, my dead son back to talk to him, I would. Because I am a human being and would want to talk to him. Of course I would. My wife? Uh, yeah, of course I would. So I think for me, like when I'm thinking about this show, it's an interesting thought because it's like. It's not because the show shows essentially about grieving and dilute and like when people some people, when they lose someone, they like talk to them in their minds and they have these psychotic breaks and delusions. But she's having a psychotic break, but it's real. <laughs> It's like, yeah. what would happen if a superhero could do this? And, yeah. and having and a psychotic sad. break, but because of your superpowers, all everything is becoming real. Yeah, <laughs> everything that yeah. should just be in your head is coming yeah. real. Yeah. So I think letting go is hard. Yeah, it's really hard, and she doesn't have to let go, and she knows it. And I wouldn't, maybe. I mean, I don't know about taking a whole town hostage. Like, I don't know about that. That sounds like yeah. some supervillain shit to me. Hint, hint, where I think maybe the show's going. But like, because it's it is supervillain shit, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs> like, that's I'm sorry. Serious supervillain stuff. It's supervillain shit, right? Mm -hmm. If you just take it at its own face value. Um, so I think that I don't know. And, and we think of like, I don't know, like all the best supervillains. They're people like people with relatable stories. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. I, I think that's that's just why I think this is a great show as opposed to a good one. And I think that it could be going in so many different directions. And what I hope for this show is they don't end it in an easy direction. When you guys said they 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 quiet this with her. I hope they don't. Because how could you. Right. Think about it. Like, how do you resolve this in a way that just doesn't like like, OK, are you going to convince someone? Could you convince me if I had superpowers to not talk to my wife? 
And, and if you had to, and what if you had to fight me to get me to stop talking to my wife, my dead wife, by the way, do you think I'm going to like you? Right? So again, I just, I hope, and, and, and I hope they reckon with those questions <laughs> and they don't give you an easy answer at the end because I don't think that's an easy path to get to the end. And that's why I think the show's great. Um, that's all. That's all I'm going to say. But I, but I think that's where the show's going and I can't wait <laughs> to find out where it goes. And again, I just want to say it again, dealing with dealing with dead, like it's, it's hard. And I don't know if I would let go either. Something that just occurred to me, um, like a few minutes back, we were talking about uh, multiple universes and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The sheriff says, Westview doesn't exist. Jimmy asked, then where do you live? Eastview. Eastview, yeah. So maybe yeah. the town is called Eastview in a, like one of the multiverses. Yeah, maybe. And Wanda's like pulling some sort of like interdimensional energy to do what she's doing. Yeah, I can't tell if she's employing time travel with the rewind or she's literally changing reality. Right. I don't right. know. Yeah. But one thing I do know, and this is one thing that episode four alludes to, too, which is vision. She sees vision as he was dead in mm-hmm. yeah. Infinity War. Right. Yeah. OK. I think literally think that she is powering. OK, so her powers were given to her by the Mind Stone, right? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Through Strucker. Right. Her and her brother, Pietro. Yeah. Well, I literally think she can power vision. I because I think that we we saw in um, we saw in. Avengers Infinity War, where they said, well, you separate vision from the mindset. How can you do that? I'm like, well, I think there's enough neurons and blah, blah, blah. And they kind of seem to imply that you could take the the stone away from vision and he'd still mostly be there. I think that's yeah, what yeah. they were Bruce working said, on. I thought right? they just didn't yeah, have enough time to they finish were it. Trying, they didn't have enough time. Yeah. That right. was one of the things they were trying to do is they were trying to separate the stone right. from him. It was just going to take a lot of time, you know? Right. So and I think they, they ran out of time. Right. And, and Thanos did it way faster. Yeah. <laughs> um, did he ever? I think I think you can. I think he is there. And I think that Wanda is powering him. And again, I have no reason to believe that. Just a thought with her powers. Um, I was wondering if they're going to. She's like plugging this as a him. way to basically so. bring vision back, you know. Oh, he's back. I think he's definitely there. I don't think that he's either. There's two ways to really? look at it. I think it's, he's either in her memory or I, he's I'm literally not 100% being powered. sure he's officially going to be back after this like, oh no i don't think he's going to be back either right oh okay yeah okay see that's that's what i was talking about like if they were going to use this as a way to bring vision back like permanently you know for the show it, well not just for the show just in general so that vision is oh, yeah. a, another yeah. superhero out there to be used in other properties or other movies or you know things like that Mm-hmm. but um it would be yeah, nice to have I, vision back but at the same time i, I hope they him. don't because yeah exactly uh, yeah i feel like the if the this ends up with him actually coming back it kind of breaks part of the point for the show existing and i totally yeah. agree with you and i hope they don't take the easy road and bringing vision yeah. back means you don't have to contend it's it, like it it's like an unarc in a way, mm-hmm. right? It is. It's yeah. the easy, it's the easy answer. And it's what the, and it's what I would expect a superhero movie to do, but it's what I hope they don't do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is the yeah. easy thing. I hope they do the hard thing. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't make Wanda related to the emperor. That's the easy <laughs> thing. She's a Snoke clone. Do the hard thing. Snoke clone. She's, 
Right, exactly. Well, she is she supposed ha- to be her parents the daughter no of one. Magneto, so. <laughs> <laughs> True. I hope they True. don't do that. I know no. she's supposed to, but. Yeah. Know. She's got nobody parents. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Am I dead? No. Why would you think that? Because you are. All right, so uh, I think we've, I think I don't think this is going to be a surprise for anybody going forward, but where do we place this on the ghost scale? <laughs> John, why don't you start us off? Yeah, uh, there's a lot of good TV out there. This is great TV. This is a must watch. So much so that when I was talking um, to to my dad today, because we got together for a mask, you know, we're wearing masks and socially distanced hangout, you know, in the backyard, we're sitting uh, like 11 feet apart or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I was like, hey, man, have you seen the new WandaVision? He's like, ah, you know, I didn't really. I'm like, what's well, the last MC thing he saw? And he's like, oh, it was I was like, Thor Ragnarok. He's like, yeah, I'm like, dad, this show is great. It's not good. And it's great. And like he literally hadn't seen Infinity War Endgame. I'm like, you need to watch this. You need to see it. It's so good. It's so good. Um, So I, I really do think it's a must watch. Like I would not. Like my dad hadn't seen all the Star Wars sequels. Like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, like, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. He, he can, but I really think this is because I really do think this is that good. Um, so it's it's a must watch. Absolutely. It's 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 really great TV. What about you, Travis? I think it is a must watch. I mean, at least so far, they could really tank the toward the end of the season. I don't I think guess they're they going could, yeah. to. But yeah. so far, I love what the kind of mystery they're unraveling slowly and i think it might even be a must watch if you've never seen any other mcu properties which i don't know who you are if you've never seen any mcu properties at this point (laughs) but yeah i think they're hinting enough at wanda's powers and you could go read a wikipedia article about vision and like i think or see the marvel legends uh show yeah yeah so i i really think that this is something everybody should check out it is doing some really unique stuff that I've never seen anywhere else. And for that alone, it's a must watch. Yeah, I agree with you guys. It's absolutely a must watch. John, you're right when you say that this isn't just good TV. It's great TV. Yeah. Um, this is a show that is worth getting Disney plus for at least for a free trial, just to check this out. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> if Disney is looking for stuff to sell you on their streaming service, they're doing a good job with this show. Cheerful Ghost Radio is brought to you by CheerfulGhost.com and our theme music is by Creo. Make sure you head over to Cheerful Ghost to let us know what you think of the show and thanks for listening.